and welcome back to State of Mind. This is a little sound bite and it really is a sound bite because I'm recording this on my iPhone, on the voice notes, just on the fly as you do. So this week has been quite hectic. I started work for a new client this week. Um, I don't work full-time as a nutritionist just yet. I really, really want my podcast and everything to be picked up and be something I can do full-time as well as see nutritional therapy patients. But at the moment, I'm living in London, I've got bills to pay and I'm doing freelance content marketing for brands in the sustainable space, which I really enjoy because it's something I'm very passionate about as well. As you guys know, this second series of the podcast has a huge focus on sustainability. Um, But the struggle is real and I want to just chat about it quickly And just say that if you're somewhere in your life where you have a goal and you want to get there and you're reaching for it, but you feel like things are holding you back, then I think it's a really good idea to sit down and write it all out and write yourself a business plan, like a business plan for you. It's actually what I'm going to do this evening. Um, I've been doing a lot of research recently and scoping out this whole kind of social media space and the way that we all consume content these days and I really want my message to get out there and I've been thinking a lot about what my message is and my message is that I am on the peripheries of standard nutritional practice and I want to inspire people to live a life that's more in touch with their bodies and their mind and the environment that they're in. And the reason I want to do that is because I truly believe that that's the way we can all get back to peak health. Um, I feel really lucky that I can really positively impact people's lives, not just from a, this is what supplement you need to take because I can kind of see that your liver functions off or, um, you know, please eat more of this food Uh, you know, like the brassica vegetables are really great for supporting your liver to detoxify estrogen. And a lot of us have estrogen dominance. That's great. But I also want to be able to tell people, do this breathing exercise, swim in nature, meditate every day. And if you hate the word meditation, just breathe and, and observe your breath, move your body every day in a gentle and sustainable way. That's why I'm so passionate about lifestyle medicine. And I really feel like it's a message that needs to get out there because at the moment we're living in a environment in the wellness space of evidence-based nutrition, which on the one hand, obviously is fantastic. Studies and data and everything like that really help us to learn and grow. But at the same time, I want to come back to this concept of you being your own best doctor and understanding your body the best. And it really hit home for me today when I was at this new client, um, I was in their office and I got to talking to one of my colleagues and she has suffered her whole life with this very, very niche form of epilepsy, essentially. And it's brought on by gluten. Now, you're probably all rolling your eyes, but she's dead certain that it's brought on by gluten and she's lost her vision in the past and things have been really, really bad. She cut out gluten for six months or six weeks, whatever it was, I think it was six weeks. 
And she suddenly realized that she feels normal and she's living a normal life. She's energetic. She's not having these like seizures and all of this crazy stuff that was going on. And she went to her GP and said, can you refer me to, she's found an incredible doctor in Sheffield that's doing a lot of research into uh, epilepsy and gluten and lots of other stuff, specifically into, into gluten. Can you refer me to this doctor? I'd really like to go and see them. And the answer was firstly laughing at her and a resounding no and saying, well, if you want us to test you for celiac disease, which she so clearly has, then you need to start eating gluten again for six weeks so that we can then test you. I mean, obviously, if you feel so much better doing something, you're not going to then go back and do it. And it's coming back to this idea of you being your best doctor. You know, she doesn't actually really need to go and see someone anymore because thankfully she's found the prob- the root of the problem herself. There's some autoimmunity going on there. She's she's in that less than 1% of the population with celiac disease and that's the way that she needs to live her life. And she was really upset by the response that she got. Now, interestingly, I sometimes come under scrutiny from friends that I bash orthodox uh, medicine too much. It's fantastic, don't get me wrong. And I've said it a few times, I probably wouldn't be here in the same capacity if it weren't for orthodox medicine. Um, But when problems are subtler and involve your whole body and it's not just something you can put a label on, then yes, we do really need to be looking outside the box. And that's the message I wanna get across because that fundamentally is what's gonna help so many people. And if that means, you know, changing up your diet to eat weird things, so be it. You know, there's people on social media saying to us, you know, nutritionists and others like, cake is fine. You can eat chocolate cake every day, but you can't. Not if you really are suffering from something and you need to heal from it. So going back to what I was saying, I'm going to be trying to refine my message I really get that across in all of the content that I put out because that's what I want my platform to become. I can't really remember where I started with this voice note. Um, I think I wanted to talk about, yeah, wanting to build something and feeling like maybe you can't do that yet. Well, yes, at the moment I am dedicating the majority of my time to working on other people's brands and helping other people build their brands and, you know, doing their marketing and copywriting and all that stuff. But if you really have a passion for something, you will find the time and you need to carve out that time and invest in yourself. You know, don't be afraid to use the money that you're earning working for other people to invest in in yourself, whether that's... um, paying for someone to consult on something for you or someone to create content for you, like incredible video content or imagery that's really going to elevate your game. You have to put yourself and your goals first because we don't really have long on this planet to do what we want to do. So that's my little rant for the day. The second thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about this week is breakfast. So as you may have seen from my Instagram recently, I've had a bit of a diet overhaul Um, The great thing about being a nutritional therapist is that I can diagnose myself. And as you guys know, I am a self-confessed foodie and just love food, love eating. So it's, it's quite hard for me actually to practice what I preach sometimes. So 
A few weeks ago, I realized that I was basically surfing this wave of energy throughout the day. I was going up and down and up and down. My energy wasn't stable. In general, my energy levels are pretty low. And I realized that I was becoming more and more resistant, more and more insulin resistant. What does that mean? It means that, so when you eat food, any food, you secrete insulin. And that's your body doing that to have the effect of bringing your blood sugar level down. So when we eat food, our blood sugar rises, which is natural, and then insulin is secreted and our blood sugar comes back down to our resting level. Now, when we spike our blood sugar really high with overly sugary foods too often, and um, you know things like caffeine and stress and everything like that can all play uh, a part in this wave as well, um, it... Your, your energy is just, it, it's less stable and you, you kind of feel worn out when you're in that trough um, and like you're really needing the next sugary fix to pick you back up or some caffeine or something. Now, I was realizing that I was waking up feeling pretty tired, but really looking forward to my bowl of oats um, with berries, nut butter, cinnamon, and my cup of tea, quite a strong black tea with oat milk. Um, and that really picked me up and I felt great. And then mid-morning, I would feel really tired again. I'd maybe have a snack, maybe a piece of dark chocolate, few, another little bit of fruit or something. And then at lunch, I would be really look, like so looking forward to having my sourdough, rye bread or some brown rice pasta. And the evening again, looking for that source of carbohydrates. And in the afternoon, having a cup of tea or having a little treat or something. And I just realized, Grace, this is not okay. You know, I want to be able to get up and have a day where I'm sustained and and my energy is level and I'm not hungry or craving anything. So I changed up my breakfast, which is the best thing to do. And you'll hear in an episode that I've got coming up soon with Debbie Lewis, who is a functional medicine practitioner and an incredible one at that, that she recommends and I, I knew this in my heart of hearts, I just love oats, that the best fuel for your body in the morning is protein and fats. So now when I wake up, I think to myself, am I hungry? If I am, I'll have breakfast. If I'm not hungry, I'll wait until I am. And often that means I'm having breakfast at kind of 11 o'clock or midday, which is more like lunch. And yes, that does mean that I'm intermittent fasting. And yes, intermittent fasting is a huge buzz topic right now, but it's actually something that we've been doing as humans for years. And it's just going back to this idea of eating intuitively and in sync with your body when your body needs food rather than when you think you do. And my breakfast these days tends to be some organic pastured eggs with avocado, maybe some wild caught smoked salmon. Notice that I am sticking to high welfare and high quality produce because I truly believe that um, we, we do need to care for our planet, but at the same time, health is incredibly important. And for my body, I know that I need certain nutrients. So yes, I do eat animal produce, but I eat it, I eat it sparingly and I eat really high quality. Um, so I'll have some, some form of protein and then green vegetables, usually some sauerkraut, fresh tomatoes, um, eggs, you know, uh, kale from the garden, spinach, that kind of thing. And just create a big plate like that with drizzle some olive oil, salt and pepper, you know, I don't need toast with it. It's very filling. 
Um, and after that, I might have a square or two of dark chocolate and that will see me through until about 3 p.m. where I might have um, a small snack at that point and I'm not foregoing fruit in my diet because it's got so much goodness in it for us and especially at the moment with the berries that are in season. So about three o'clock I'm having some yogurt with a few berries and some peanut butter or some tahini and some sprinkled cinnamon. And then in the evening, I'm looking for maybe some tempeh with vegetables or uh, chickpea, roasted chickpeas with a salad or a piece of fish, that kind of thing. And the difference it's made in my energy has been insane. And I kind of knew that it would. Um, so it sort of feels silly talking about it. But honestly, if you're feeling tired, I would urge you to just swap up your diet a little bit and go for um, protein and fats and, you know, stay insulin sensitive throughout the day. And if you want, if you do want carbohydrates, save them till the evening where they will um, actually help boost your serotonin levels and therefore your sleep. And then um, in the morning, you know, you, do, you can do your exercise and just eat when you're hungry and, you know, keep that, keep your insulin, keep your blood sugar level during the day. And the benefits are just amazing. So that's my little tip for this week. Um, and I will see you guys back here next week with a full episode um, with lots of lovely guests. And I say lots because there were four of them in the studio. So it's going to be a fun episode. Anyway, thanks for listening to State of Mind podcast. As ever, if you do enjoy the content, I would love it if you could leave a review um, on the podcast's app. I do the podcast completely by myself. Um, my husband helps me record it and edit it. Hello. Um, we don't have a sponsor. It's just something we do for the love of it and because I really genuinely believe that the content is useful for people and exciting and enjoyable. Um, so if you could help by leaving a review, I would be eternally grateful and I will chat to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.